You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. I've worked with a lot of wife quackers, but you are despicable. <laughs> 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 the last time I worked with someone with a speech impediment. <laughs> this means war. understand what this duck is saying? Yes, folks, a little Hungarian Rhapsody from the frame movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit from 1988 starring Bob Hoskins, Jessica, uh, excuse me, Kathleen Turner, and, of course, everyone's favorite Duck, Daffy, uh, of course, uh, Donald Duck, among other tune superstars, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 92 for the week before Halloween for Wrestling Revisited for Tuesday night, October 24th. 2017-1724-444-7044, caller ID 139926-POUND, and you can join us right now till 8 o'clock, as we have got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, in the next hour. So if you're going to get on the line, feel free to do so right now. Of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, however, we have a lot, and I do mean a lot, to discuss about uh, what's going on, however, here tonight on Wrestling Revisited. And what we're going to talk about, obviously, tonight, however, is what happened last night. In case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, last night was quite an interesting night, however, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. And things got very, very interesting in a big-time way, however, in more ways than one. As a result, however, it all started, of course, early in the evening, however, when Kurt Angle just fresh off his match after being away from the ring in the WWE for almost a decade, however, forced, however, the team of Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose to 
to take on Seamus, Cesaro, and The Miz, a.k.a. The Miz Taraj, with their buddy Curtis Axel. But the question was, who would be that person to fill in the third spot, considering the fact that Roman Reigns, along with Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, have been battling viral meningitis over the last couple of days, however. The question was, who would take over that spot? Well, they found out, however, who would take that spot in a big-time way in the phenomenal one, the former WWE, uh, let's just say, world's champion at one time, AJ Styles. But by the end of the night, however, AJ Styles, however, would betray Monday Night Raw and everyone with it, however, as he, along with his friends Mojo Raleigh, along with uh, Rusev, however... Mind you, Baron Corbin, however, along with other superstars of the SmackDown brand, including uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Carmella, are all attacked the Monday Night Raw locker room, however. Even Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger also were involved, however, in the matter. As a result, Kurt Hawkins, Rhino, Heath Slater, Goldust, Finn Balor, Matt Hardy, however, were all taken down at the hands of the SmackDown locker room. Even Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, who thought thought they could try to put up a good fight, however, against the SmackDown brand, but they too were laid out. By the end of the night, however, Shane O'Mac, however, told Kurt Angle, Raw GM, that he wants Angle to bring his gold medal, what's left of his roster, and they will finish with what they started. As a result, however, at the end of the night, Shane and his entourage left Monday Night Raw, however, and pretty much the whole show of Raw in general, however, in total chaos, to say the least. Considering earlier in the night, however, Angle made the following matches for the Survivor Series that will be coming up in four weeks' time in Houston, however, become very, very interesting. With that said, here are the matches that he listed prior to the uh, attack that happened later on last night. For the Women's Championship, it will be the goddess herself, Little Miss Bliss herself, Alexa Bliss taking on the cat lady herself, Natalia Nightheart, the Queen of Hearts, if you will. Also, Baron Corbin, the Lone Wolf, will take on the Miz of the Miz Taraj, if you will, for the IC title. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose will put their Raw titles on the line, if you will, however, taking on Jimmy and Jay Uso. Also, it will be now signed, sealed, and it has been delivered, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the Beast Incarnate with his manager, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, taking on the Punjabi Prince, if you will, or the Madness of the Maharaja, if you will, Jinder Mahal, with his boys, the Sing, 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 All Day Brothers, if you will, Howard. And I feel that's going to be a total mismatch in every sense of the word. But also, ladies and gentlemen, there will be five on five type of matches with the Raw's women's roster as well as the five on five men's roster and possibly another bonus match being thrown on there as well. Having said that, mind you, we don't know however which however competitors will be competing in those matches, but we could find out as early as this evening, however, and possibly also speaking of Kurt Angle, ladies and gentlemen, we could find out tonight if Kurt Angle will have any of his Raw guys with him, however, as SmackDown will be coming to you live in just a little bit from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the Bradley Center. 
That being said, after what happened last night, it'll be very interesting to see if, in fact, indeed, however, mind you, however, we'll have to wait and see, however, what is going to happen after what went down last night. As a result, however, we will definitely be uh, telling you our thoughts about this in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, of course, don't forget, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, however, we will definitely, definitely be talking more about the aftermath of last night's show, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. We will definitely be talking, like I said, uh, like I said, however, we will definitely be talking about the aftermath of what went down last night, ladies and gentlemen. But as I said, folks, uh, a lot is going down, however, and has gone down in the last 24 hours. We can only imagine what kind of tensions, however, mind you, is going to be very, very interesting, however, however, between Raw and And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW and myself, along with the rest of the gang, will be talking about this tonight on Revolution 138055-pound. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we will have the news and headlines for you with Gerard T. Smith and myself. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will have for you, however, more of the aftermath from TLC and last night's Raw. Of course, as John goes, we'll give you birthdays and dates as well, however. That being said, however, like I said, folks, it is going going to be a very interesting night, however, let's just say. And we're definitely going to be talking more about what happened last night, as well as what happened Sunday night with TLC. Also, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, of course, coming up uh, tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, join Mr. WCW and myself, of course, for Outside the Rose, where we'll be talking about the latest music, politics, and movies, as well as sports news, of course, 141387. 8 o'clock, Gerard and myself, along with Michelle and Oscar Blackwell, the Bandits Keenan, will be back together again as a group, however, and we will have Wrestling Revisit a few, 139925-pound, and, of course, we'll be recapping SmackDown from tonight's hour, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. That'll begin just after 9 o'clock. The caller ID is the same as tonight's show and Friday night's show. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can check us out at 138055-pound. So definitely uh, check us out, ladies and gentlemen. However, it is going to be a very, very explosive couple of days, however, here on the TalkShoe Radio Network, if you will. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, some other news, of course, going on in the world of wrestling, of course, this past week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you did not, did hear, excuse me, I should say, did hear on Raw Radio yesterday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, there was some talk about Jeff Jarrett apparently not uh, competing this past week at a house show, and I believe we have someone on the line with us right now, Howard, in fact, Howard, let's see who this caller is right now, uh, caller, you with us right now. It's me, I'm sorry, we couldn't hear that call. What was, who is this? It's me, Austin! Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now who this is. Howard, it is our good friend, the Human Suplex Machine, my co-host of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, who has decided to come in and join us for a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the line here our one-man band, if you member, if you will, the man from Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, my tag team partner on the Raw Radio side, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, welcome to Wrestling Revisited. Thank you. Thank you for that warm reception. You're welcome. We were just talking about last night's show, however, and uh, we want to get your take on last night's show. What were your thoughts about last night? Well, I can't believe what happened at the end of the show with SmackDown. 
Live coming out and them going under siege against Raw. I mean, I mean, you have like half of the SmackDown roster, roster, but where was the rest? Well, apparently some of the guys are still battling the illnesses. We know that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, we do know had some personal issues to tend to. We understand Kevin Owens could be back tonight in Milwaukee unless they're going to keep him off this week as a, just as a precaution. But I did hear he have a personal family issue. I do. I did see apparently he tweeted out today, thank you for all your the concern. However, I will be back as soon as possible. It's nice of you to show uh, love and support to my family. Uh, so I imagine he'll be out tonight unless he comes in tonight. And that begs the question, does Raw show up tonight, however? With Kurt Angle, and after what happened last night, hijacked their show this time. Does Raw show up and hijack the show? Yeah. They're going to hijack SmackDown tonight. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Hey, the first shot tonight, and, he'll, and there's no doubt that Kurt's looking for some payback. Oh, no question about it. I mean, I think he is, no question about it. I mean, it is going to be very, very interesting, to say the least. I mean, it's going to be a wild night, you can imagine. In uh, Milwaukee, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, we'll have to wait and see, however, but uh, time will only tell, however, and uh, like I said, however, um, uh, like I said, only time will tell. Uh, obviously, the other big story coming out of last night's show is some of the matches they've listed for Survivor Series, however. Uh, that being said, your thoughts about some of the matches right now? Oh, well, Brock and Jinder, <laughs> that's going to be a, a squash. For the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. And I'll be right back. Uh, I'll be right back in two seconds. Okay. Alexa Bliss and Natalia. Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm here. Um, Alexa Bliss and Natalia. That should be good. Mm-hmm. I hope for once Alexa knocks the nat, cat natty, the cat lady. Yep. Um, Corbin and Miz. Mm-hmm. Be, that would be awesome. I'd like to see Corbin take it to the Miz and, mm-hmm. and his cronies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if feeling good or not. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus the Usos. Now that should be a show stealing tag team match. Yes, no question about it. No question about it's it. It's real. And now Alicia Fox is the team leader of Raw. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand that. Yeah. Um, as far as any other matches that stand out for you, I mean, overall, however, uh, we had, like you just mentioned, some of the uh, matches that are coming on. Uh, Eventually, however, mind you, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight, however. Uh, let's talk about the Cruiserweight division. We talked about this before. Last night, we saw what happened involving the five-on-five matches. We can talk about that. We know Brock and Jinder is now pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered, however. Overall, however, uh, like I said, however, we have not heard Alexa, and like I said, however, and uh, like I said, Natty, however, be a done deal yet. Yes, but it could be announced as early as tonight, but we'll have to wait and see how that happens. However, um, overall, however, like I said, there's still other people talking about what happened last night. Uh, I'm looking here overall, however. Apparently, I was just about to talk about one thing, however, involving Jeff Jarrett. They said apparently he was apparently intoxicated, however, on Friday, and that is why he uh, left Canada on Saturday, apparently. 
because apparently, however, he was not in good enough shape to wrestle. Overall, however, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, however. But I'm seeing right now, however, apparently, however, this is some of the matches that we will see tonight, however. Uh, I'm just trying to uh, pull up the matches, however. Right now, I just did see something, apparently, however, a fact, however. This is some of the um, matches that you'll see tonight, however, and this is the early reports we're getting right now. Apparently, this is the story. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler will be in a best-of-three falls match, however, tonight. Charlotte, wow. Yeah, that should be a good match tonight. Uh, Charlotte will take on Tamina, taking on Beck, uh, versus Tamina versus Becky Lynch versus Carmella versus Naomi. The winner of that will be the winner, no, excuse me, the winner of that will be the captain of the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. Also, the team leader. Yeah, I, I would agree. I hope not either. Especially, and let me ask you your thoughts about that. I mean, Alicia Fox last night apparently was named the new team leader as far as that goes. Uh, what was your take about that whole thing involving uh, Alicia Fox being Sasha and Bailey last night? Before I did my show, show last night, I called in a live show before I did my show, mm-hmm. and uh, they they told me that she's been relevant for nine years, and I and I would agree. But her to have her as team team captain of Raw, like I said, I just I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I but mean. her um partner, they uh, need to be Sasha Banks, Bailey, and although yeah. I hate saying this. It's gonna yeah. be Emma, yeah, and Oscar. Well, see, I can see Oscar join the team. I can see Sasha and Bell, even though they don't trust Alicia. I can see them join the team. I don't want to say Emma. I could see maybe like Nia Jack's return if she's up to it. I could see her make her return, and if that's the case, then you could take. Oh, uh, uh, I read that Dave Meltzer said that she may be penciling for a WWE return in November. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, if they're going to have a return to Survivor Series, that could be the case here. Um, as far as the SmackDown uh, people go, I mean, it could be someone like you mentioned, uh, Charlotte. Uh, we'll find out maybe tonight if it could be uh, Becky, uh, Tamina. It could be someone like Lana. I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, speaking of Raw, how I'm looking at the numbers here, how apparently they did a 3.32 uh, viewership in the first hour, which was really good, 2.96 in the second hour, but they tailed off in the third hour to 2.557, but overall in the ninth, they did go up power in the viewership rating from 2.668 million last week to 2.953 million viewers, so overall, not, we don't know the exact number yet, but still, a pretty good viewership number, despite the fact they had, uh, Competition with Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, and everything like that. However, it was a very interesting night. In fact, if you want to talk about that for just a second, I'll be right back. Yep. Indeed. Hello? Hello? I'm my talk show right now. You want to call in? Uh, I have a, I have on speaker. Actually, if you want to call me back in about the last week, you can uh, maybe call into the show. I can give you the number right now. You can talk about Raw. One, two, four, three, fours, seven, four, four, four. And then the caller ID is one, three, nine, nine, two, you hit one, three, nine, nine, two, six. And then the pound button on your phone. And then hit one, and you'll be on the air with me.
Okay. Hold on, John. Thomas. That's on my buddy. The number again? All right, because we're talking about last night's Raw. Ready? Okay. Hold on a second. John, if you want to give the plug and anything else you want to discuss about uh, anything else, go ahead. All right, Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, so as I was saying, yeah, I mean, there was a lot that came out of last night's show that some people were talking about. Of course, the other big story tonight, obviously, is what's going on in Los Angeles. Of course, the World Series being played. Game one, of course, is that of that series is going on uh, in just about 45 minutes. In fact, I already checked the game time temperature in Los Angeles, and you'll never believe what it is right now in Los Angeles. What is it? 99 degrees. Woo! Yeah. It's going to be at least 101, 102, however, by game time, however they're thinking. And then it might cool down by about the fifth inning, however. But, yeah, the next few days in California, it's going to be very, very humid, very, very sticky. And then, like I said, however, it's going to be a, it's going to be a sultry night, however, a very heated night, to say the least in the U.S. Dallas Kukul pitching against Clayton Kershaw tonight. Justin Verlander will pitch tomorrow night in game number two of that series before they move the series on Friday to Houston. Uh, I believe Charlie Moore will be starting that game, however, against you, Darvish. So uh, it's going to be interesting. There's no question about it. But as I said, however, it was a very interesting night last night. Also, after coming out of, uh, let's talk about uh, some other things coming out, of course, from uh, Sunday night. Of course, the other story of Sunday night, of course, as you just mentioned, was Oscar. Of course, we saw what happened with that whole ordeal. The tag team division, of course, uh, has uh, been very interesting, to say the least, too. But right now, it just seems like uh, right now, however, the big question is, is Raw going to show up with their superstar talent after what happened last night? Are they going to make an impact like uh, SmackDown Live did last night? I really don't know. But like I said, when Shane said that thing to Kurt last night, before what happened at the end of the show, I had a funny feeling something was going to happen. But we didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Now, if you're the if you're the Raw team, if you're looking for Raw teammates, however, to maybe make a stand against SmackDown, I mean, who would you name to the team? Because right now, I can name at least maybe one person I can name to that team that would put up a fight, and that's Samoa Joe. Well, the five people I can name, yeah. or if you want to make it an eight-on-eight match, on you put in the claw at the bar. Yeah. Roman Reigns. If Roman is healthy, yes, I can see that. Bray Wyatt, if he's healthy, too. Samoa Joe. Finn Balor. 
Yep, seven would be six. Jason Jordan. Yep, seven. And believe it or not, Elias Sampson. I don't know if you would put Elias as number eight. See, I can't see him at number eight. I'm looking at someone like maybe Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, yeah. You could do Matt Hardy instead of Elias. And then with the eight SmackDown guys, you want to go with uh, maybe Bobby Roode, Ziggler, Ty Dillinger. Uh, those are three I can name right now. You know, uh, what about AJ? Yeah, AJ would be four. I could definitely see now if, if they're going to go with AJ. Yeah, that's four. I could definitely see that happen. No Randy doubt. Randy Orton? Who's that? Randy Orton. Randy Orton. That's Shinsuke. Kevin Owens. Yep, seven. And uh, they need an eight. Who would you do at number eight? Sami Zayn. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you very well could. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, this got, I mean, like I said, this reminded me, and I told you this last night, and I said this to Nail Patel, our good friend, the Rattlesnake, today. This came off to me, however, sort of like the uh, Nexus John Cena thing from last night. It was exactly like that. I mean, the announcers were spared this time, thankfully, but it just felt like, you know, I mean, it was like a, like a muggy, you know? Yeah, well, SmackDown didn't come here to play games or nothing. No, they didn't. No, you're exactly right. No, they did not, however. I mean, they definitely did not want to play games. And like I said, I don't know. I mean, again, this was just a few hours ago. They were talking about apparently them. Apparently, however, I was going to say, not. I mean, they just came from South America. I mean, I thought that most of the town was going to have the night off except AJ and Shane. Uh, apparently, we saw Triple H uh, compete this past weekend against, uh, I believe, Kofi of the New Day in Chile. No, Rusev. Was it Rusev? Okay, see, I thought it was uh, one of the New Day members. Okay, so it was Rusev in Chile. Okay, so there, I mean, there you go. So, again, folks, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just this came off, like I said, this was very intense. Though. I, mean, this, I wouldn't say it was intense, but it was sort of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here. Uh, shoot. I can't think here. I can't think here. I can't think here. I can't think here. But like I said, what's that? I don't know either. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll remember. But regardless, I mean, this was very interesting to watch. Now, getting back to Jeff Jarrett, Howard, let's talk about Jeff Jarrett for a minute. We talked about a little bit yesterday on Raw Radio. We talked about what uh, happened to him and what... uh, why he did not compete over the weekend. However, we did hear now eventually why he did not compete, apparently. And like we said, we heard he was uh, somewhat intoxicated on Friday night. In fact, I do want to thank my friends at 411 Mania for posting the story. In fact, I got the story right here, and I'll tell you what the story says here. Uh, Mind you, I just saw it a second ago, so bear with me here. Uh, Here we go. Apparently, Jeff Jarrett passed out from drinking in the locker room, believe it or not. There was a video that surfaced. And here's what Larry Zonka says, and this is the report from Larry Zonka as of today involving uh, Jeff Jarrett. I'm just trying to get the story here, so bear with me. In fact, here we go. ProWrestling.Sheet uh, got Jeff Jarrett to comment on these reports. Jarrett denied him to, the, to them that he passed down the locker room and called the promoter an amateur. Of course, it was reported yesterday that he was scheduled to work for the Canadian promotion RCW over the weekend in Edmonton and Calgary. He did appear on the Calgary show Friday night and was supposed to work the show the next night in Edmonton. But there was said to be an issue with him at the Friday show, which resulted in promoter Stephen Ushecki apologizing to fans and announcing that Jared would no longer work the Saturday show. 
Jared passed out from drinking in the locker room, Howard, at the Friday show, and then insisted on wrestling. And they do have the video, Howard, to back it up. Uh, John, i got to get your take on this involving Jared. To me, this was uh, just absolutely stupid that he would do something like this, and absolutely childish and more than childish. This was just downright um, very risky, and this was also very dangerous, in my opinion. Your take on uh, Jeff Jarrett and what he did here. And I agree with that. I mean, you're taking, I mean, you, I mean, this is something that I don't think, like I said, we would see, I mean, something like this would happen, you know. I mean, I just, I just, I can't see that, you know. It's just, it's, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's just, it's It's not criminal, it's, it's sort of criminal in a way, but it's just, I hope, however, right now, I mean, obviously Jeff Jarrett has not said yet, uh, poss- and he has said any- and he's apologized or anything like that. I hope he does. Eventually, I do hope he does, but at the same time, how I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just think right now, however, with Jeff Jarrett, the way he is, however, I just don't know, however, uh, the way he, he can handle him. I'm just, I don't know. I just think he's right now, and the whole TNA roster right now is just pretty much six feet in the ground. I think they're just, just found themselves pretty much buried, you know? I don't know. So, we'll see. But in the meantime, folks, uh, don't forget, as I mentioned, of course, uh, this coming Thursday night, uh, Top Peel Inc. will be back with King NWO and myself and everyone else on the show, whoever calls in. The caller ID is 14562-POUND. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back, of course, with Wolfpack Radio, 138521-POUND, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday night, just after 9 o'clock. Of course, tonight, folks, promised to be a very good night here on Revolution at 9 o'clock. John, of course, will have your birthdays and dates. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he will have for you uh, his thoughts about TLC. I'm sure if we do get into some TLC talk time, let's save that for tomorrow night. But I'm sure we'll talk about TLC tonight. We'll also talk about the aftermath of last night's show. We'll also be keeping you updated on the World Series tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and also what's been going on as far as SmackDown goes. So, folks, definitely we got a good night in store for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check us out. Of course, I will have the local news along with King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, that promises to be a very, very good show. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder coming up this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, this next Monday, Monday, October 30th, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw Radio this coming week. Heartbreak Kid, the Rattlesnake, myself, and the rest of the gang will have a very special Halloween Eve edition of the show where we will do a version of Trick or Treat, where we will be talking about some of the tricks, however, and the treats, however, that we've been treated to over the years, whether it be a wrestling match, a promo, a famous wrestler, past or present, diva, as well as an announcer. So, folks, you definitely want to stay tuned for that next week, however, coming up on Raw Radio. And a week from tonight, of course, is Halloween, so who knows what we got in store for you all uh, coming up there. But I have also been informed, however, that there is a challenge being thrown my way tonight, and hopefully uh, we will talk more about that here in the 9 o'clock hour. But I can tell you right now, there is a certain person who uh, is looking to, let's just say deal with me in more ways than one, however, and she already has made her, uh, let's just say, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see, however, how that all unfolds, but I know she's already making a challenge towards me, however, and uh, we'll have to wait and see if she is going to be, uh, like I said, will be, I understand she'll be on tonight, but she will be challenging me tonight, so folks, that promises to be a very interesting uh, challenge, folks, so 
definitely want to stay tuned for that. It promised to be a very, very interesting challenge tonight, however, as far as that goes, folks. Uh, like I said, we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, of course, one thing we will talk about also tomorrow night on Outside the Ropes, and this is kind of a somber uh, news report. Of course, I just heard this a few minutes ago. Uh, famous actor Robert Guillaume, best known for his roles as the lovable butler slash uh, servant Benson, and also was on the TV show back in the late 70s, Soap, starring the young Billy Crystal, along with uh, Catherine Hellman, best known for you all as Mona in the TV show, Who's the Boss? Believe it or not, passed away, however, today. In fact, this morning, believe it or not, at the age of 89. He was also in the movie Seems Like Old Times with uh, Goldie Hawn, Charles Grodin, and Chevy Chase, playing Fred, Charles Grodin's assistant uh, boss, if you will, in that movie, as you know. Uh, we did hear uh, the cause of passing, however, was prostate cancer, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, again, Robert Guillaume, a very fun-loving guy, however, and a, actually a professional, I believe he's also a singer, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, who, of course, uh, grew up in St. Louis, passing away today at the age of 89. So, again, our thoughts and prayers are with Guillaume's friends and family tonight as we say goodbye to a Hollywood legend, to say the least. Uh, one seven two four 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 seven forty four caller ID one three nine nine two six pound ladies and gentlemen however and this is episode ninety two of Wrestling uh Revisit. I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, looking at the calendar, how our upcoming we will probably be hitting history in itself here in by the end of the year, believe it or not, with Wrestling Revisit we hope, ladies and gentlemen. So uh right now this is episode ninety two, of course next week will be number ninety three. Uh, but I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, that possibly maybe in five weeks' time, we could be uh, making history in more ways than one as far as uh, wrestling revisit it goes. In the meantime, uh, ladies and gentlemen, since we got a little bit of time to kill, however, at least for a good while, I figure we give John a chance at the trivia quiz, however, and see what he can do, however, if you're up for it, John. Okay. All right, we can do that here. I'm just trying to find it here. Okay, here we go. We are definitely going to uh, try John's luck here tonight how, on the trivia quiz, since John has done very, very well. So tonight, how we will go back to the movie trivia quiz tonight. And tonight, we're going to ask John, how what movie would he like to try his luck on? Um, Braveheart. Braveheart, okay. Let's see. And there are... Only, there are eight choices to choose from Braveheart. You got Braveheart, quotes from a classic, 10 questions. You got Braveheart fans, 15. Braveheart, 10 questions. Braveheart, 10 questions again. Braveheart, 10 questions again. Braveheart, 10 questions again. I keep repeating myself. All these are all Braveheart, 10 questions, however. But the average, uh, number two is an average, uh, uh, number three is an average question. Uh, is average, is average, four is easy, five is average. Number three, I'll take. You'll take the average spray part. Okay. Well, let's see how John does here. And the best score you can do on this is eight out of ten. Yep. So let's see how John does here. And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let's see. I'm just checking to see if there's anyone else coming in. So we're okay. And I think we're okay right now. So, okay, John, here we go. This is eight out of ten. Good luck. Here is your first question in Braveheart. Okay. When young William Wallace mounted a horse in hopes of aiding his father in battle, saying, I can fight, his father pulled him off the horse. What was William's father's reply? You can't fight. You're just a young lad. You're a funny young lad, William. Now run along inside and help your mother. 
I know you can, William, but your day to fight will come. Or I know, I know you can fight, but it's our wits that make us men. I say A. Okay. Number two. What was the name of William's friend who challenged him to a stone-throwing contest when he returned home? Stephen Hamill Hamish Marone. Uh, B. Hamill, you say? Okay. When William's friend stopped and challenged him to the contest, where was William attempting to go? To see Marone, to see Hamish, to see his father, to see Hamill? Uh, to see the, um... What's that? A. A to see Maroon, okay. What happened to William that enraged him to fight and kill? The English slit his wife's throat. William was called a Scottish coward. An Englishman insulted his dead father, or none of the above. Uh, A, they slit his wife's throat. Okay. What color was William Wallace's face paint? Red, he didn't wear face paint. Black or blue? Blue. All right. One of the most famous lines in the movie was, They may take our what, but they will never take our freedom. Lives, money, wives, or pride? Lives. All right. When Princess Isabel came to see William for the second time, Hamish and William saw them coming. Hamish turns to William and says, Personal escort of the princess. When William acknowledged him, what was Hamish's next statement? I didn't think you were in there that long. I, pretty she is. I think it's a trap. Must have made an impression. Okay. To Longshanks on his deathbed, what did Princess Isabel confess to bring? Being tiresome of his evil doings, gay, pregnant of Scottish descent. Pregnant. William told his men they were to make spears twice the length of a man. Hamish replied, "Some men are longer than others." What did Campbell say to Hamish next? Your mother's been telling stories about me again, eh? What are you trying to say, Hamish? You mean some men are taller, Hamish, or I, and some are much longer? Uh, I, D. And what was the purpose of Princess Isabel's visit to William in the cell the night before his scheduled torture and execution? To tell him that she was pregnant with his child, to make love to him once more, to plead that he begged the king for mercy and to give him a numbing concoction, or to tell him his death would not be in vain? Uh, C. Okay, and let's take a look and see how John did on Braveheart, and we can tell you, John, you scored 5 out of 10. Here's what the answers were. The first one was, however, incorrect. The answer was, I know, I know you can fight, but it's our wits that make us men. Those were the last words William's father said while he's still alive. Later in the film, young William had a dream when he was lying beside his father's corpse on a table, and his father turned him and gave him more character-shaping advice. Number two, you said Hamill, it was incorrect, it was Hamish. William and Hamish were best friends as children, and as they scuffled for fun near the stream in the early parts of the film. As a child, William showed immense talent and accurate stone throwing, much to Hamish's dismay. Number three, you were correct, it was to see Marone. It was the first time in the film that William sees Marone, since she gave him the flower at his father's graveside when they were children. Hamish obviously interjected, initiating the stone challenge, as William and Marone would later be wed. Number four, you were correct again. The English did slit his wife's throat. A couple of English soldiers attempted to rape Marone. William comes to the rescue and puts her on a horse while he escapes the soldiers as well. When Marone was not there, William told her to meet him. He knew that he had intercepted, had intercepted her escape, which is when she was killed. He then rides back into town and, with the help of Hamish and a few other rebels, kills all of the English soldiers 
excuse me, occupying their village. Number five was correct. It was blue. It was the blue face paint tower appeared on the cover, however. And, of course, they also show Hamish and Campbell spawning the blue war paint as well. Number six, you said wives. It was lives, believe it or not, however. This will send a pep talk to the rebels of Scotland on the battlefield before rallying these soldiers with his speech. Many of them decided not to fight at all, choosing instead to go home. They felt they were at a significant disadvantage against the English. You said number seven was I pretty she is. No, it was must have made an impression. After Hamish says this, William retorts I. Then Hamish says must have made an impression. This was the second time the princess visited William and the first time she did so in order to keep him safe. She provided to be a valuable asset in the future as well, providing him with critical information about ambushes planned against William and his men. Uh, let's see here. Number eight is pregnant. You are correct. Longshanks, unable to talk from a rapidly worsening fatal condition, was given this information unable to respond. The dying king did seem rather angry with the subsequent series of coughs, however. Number nine was Incorrect, it was, your mother's been telling stories about me again, ah? Uh, this was set in a camp area for the men, as William wanted the long spears to trump the English cavalry when they charged the Scots infantry. In number 10, you got correct, however, after Princess Elizabeth's plea, William agreed to take the concoction, but would not agree to beg the king for anything. After a kiss goodbye, William spit the concoction out as he needed his, quote, wits during the torture. So there you go. All right, so let's try this again. We're going to go back to movie trivia again. Again, uh, what is your pleasure, Howard? In fact, you know what? Let's try something with you here. I'm going to guess your luck on 1970s movies, Howard. And you, there's 14 different categories, Howard. Popular movies of 77, 79, one-word title movies of the 70s, what 70s movie am I, top films of the 70s, British films, great American films of the 70s, what 70s movie am I, Venus 70s edition, classic British movies of the 70s. What 70s movie am I? Which movie am I? Okay. Well, there's ten questions, and there's one that has taken two. Which one do you want, however? Um, what, what, what is it? Well, what 70s movie am I is ten questions, and then number eight is what 70s movie am I, am I take two. Which one do you want? Uh, the ten question one. Okay, so we'll do number four. Okay, let's see how you do here. And the best you can score on this is I have ten, so good luck. Here you go. Question number one. I am a 1972 movie directed by Francis Ford Coppola based on a novel written by Mario Puzo. Set in the years from 1945 to 55, my story tells of an American-Italian family. What movie am I? The Godfather, Tucker the Man in His Dream, New York Stories, or The Outsiders? The Godfather. All right. Number two. I am a 1970 movie directed by Robert Altman, believe it or not, however. I tell the story of a medical unit in the Korean War in 1951. What movie am I? All the Young Men, Mass, The Crime of Korea, or Men in War? All the Young Men. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, just a second. I'm just checking some here, so bear with me here. Okay, we're good there. Whoops, I passed it up again. Darn it, I keep doing that, folks. Sorry. Okay, next movie. I am a 1973 coming-of-age film set in 1962 and directed by George Lucas. My plot revolves around the antics of a group of teenagers in a small time in California the night before two of the boys are to leave for college. What movie am I? American Graffiti, Stand By Me, Big Wednesday, or Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, number four. 
I am a 1973 horror movie directed by William Friedkin from a novel of the same name. This book is based on a true story, and I tell the tale of a young girl who is possessed by a demon. What movie am I? The Exorcist, The Innocence, Prince of Darkness, or Rosemary's Baby? The Exorcist. All right. Number five. I am a 1976 movie directed by Morton Scorsese. I tell the story of an unstable war Vietnam war veteran attempting to save a very young prostitute. What movie am I? Raging Bull, Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, or New York, New York? Raging Bull. Alright, number six. I am a 1974 directed by Mel Brooks. My story is set in the Old West in 1974 and is about the rerouting, however, mind you, however. Uh... Uh, where is it? Uh, 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 my story is in the West Run to run straight through an existing town, and the unconventional sheriff appointed by the governor. What movie am I? Support your local gunfighter, Along Came Jones, Blazing Saddles, or The Frisco Kid? Blazing Saddles. Right? I'm a 1979 movie directed by, uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I am based in part on the novel Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. I am set in country during the Vietnam War and tell the story of a special ops officer set to assassinate a renegade special forces colonel who's living in Cambodia. What movie am I? The Killing Fields, The Deer Hunter, Apocalypse Now, or The Exterminator? Apocalypse Now. Alright. Number eight. I am a 1973 mega-hit, uh, Directed by George Hill, my story was inspired by a true event, which was documented in a book by David Maurer, The Big Con, The Story of the Confidence Man. I tell the story of a young man who teams up with a master con man to take revenge for his previously murdered partner. What movie am I? The Sting, The Hustlers, The Grifters, or Paper Moon? Paper Moon. Okay, number nine. I am a 1971 movie directed and produced by Don Siegel. I have several sequels. My main character is a police inspector in San Francisco who's tracking down a serial killer. What movie am I? Mad Max, Police Academy, Dirty Harry, or Beverly Hills Cop? Dirty Harry. Alright, number 10. I am a 1978 music, m- movie musical directed by Randall Kaiser, and I'm based on a musical of the same name. I tell the story of a girl and boy who met during the summer, and then they find they're at the same high school and then fall in love. What movie am I? The Wiz, Fame, or Light, Low Light Music, or Grease? Great. All right, and your answers are... Da, 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 da. Well, you scored 6 of 10. The only ones you did not get right, however, was M.A.S.H., Believe Ron was number two. Number three was American Graffiti, which started Ron Howard, Wolfman Jack, Harrison Ford, Richard Dreyfuss. Uh, number five was Taxi Driver with Jodie Foster, Robert De Niro, Sybil Shepard, Albert Brooks, and Javi Keitel. Number eight was The Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman, along with Robert Shaw and Charles Durning. And uh, that's it. So you did pretty well that time. Six out of ten. That's the... Uh, do uh, one or two more here and see what John can do here on the next round. John, what movie do you want to go with next? I'd like to go with A Few Good Men. Ooh, a very good choice there. Very good choice indeed. That's okay. the last one I'll do and where I head off. All right, we'll do one more time uh, with John here and see how he does here. And A Few Good Men with Jack Nicholson is his choice. A very good choice indeed there, John. We got A Few Good Men. You can handle the quiz. We got 15 questions on a few good men, uh, 10 questions of a few good men, and a few good men, you've got to ask me nicely 10 questions. So what's your uh, choice here? JD? Yeah, I'm here. What's your choice? Yeah. 
I'm here. Fifteen. What's that? I said fifteen. Oh, you want to do fifteen? Okay. Uh, just bear with me here. Hold on a second. I'm trying to get some stuff here done. However, mind you, and we're gonna do that here in just a second. Uh, like I said. Hold on a second. Uh, like I said, however. Uh, okay, we'll do fifteen questions. You say? Yeah. All right, difficult. This is difficult, so good luck to you. Let's see how John fares here in this one. This is going to be 15 questions. 7 out of 15 is your best score, so here we go. Your first question is, so good luck, what is the man's name that Caffey is hitting ground balls to on the softball field? Henry, Sherby, Moe, or Kirby? Uh, Henry. Okay, number two. You have to name the city and team here. What Major League Baseball team logo appears on the baseball cap that Caffey wears while playing softball? Um, New York. And I'll be back in a second. You said New York Mets? Yep. All right. Well, uh, hold on a second. I'll be back in a second. We'll continue this in a second. All right. Number three, what is Sam Weinberg's wife's name? Sally, Susan, Betty, or Barb? Uh, Susan. Okay. Number four, what sense for Dawson and Downey was Kathy originally looking for when he was first assigned the case? Seven years, 12 years, a year, or 20 years? A year. Okay. Number five, one word here. By whom or what was Kathy requested to serve as Dawson and Downey's lawyer? Hmm. Pass. All right. Uh, number six. Was there any sort of toxin or poison on the rag that was shoved down Santiago's throat? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Number seven. What was Kathy's beverage of choice? Snapple, Pepsi, Yoo-Hoo, or milk? Uh, Snapple. Okay. Number eight. On the softball field, Joe hints that there is some sort of cover-up in the Dawson and Downey case. Kathy gives a sarcastic theory as to how Santiago really was killed. What was it? It was Professor Plum of the library with a candlestick. It was the butler. It was Mr. Peacock in the den with the lead pipe. Or it was Mr. Green in the kitchen with the rope? Uh, rope. Okay. Number nine. On what date was Santiago killed? September 3rd, 91, September 16th, 1991, September 6th, 1992, or November 5th, 1955? September 6th, 1991. Okay, so so September 3rd you're saying? Is that what you're saying? September 6th. So so September 6th, 92, okay. Number 10. What was Weinberg's response when asked if he thought Kathy's father would put Jessup on the stand? Not a chance, would you? You're damn right I would. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. Okay, number 11. What were Dawson and Downey intending to do to Santiago in the game of the quote, Code Red? Shave his head, scrub him with a Brillo pad, pour glue on his hands, punch him in the arm over and over? Uh, shave his head. Okay. 
Number 12, how our first and last name here now. What was the name of the private who got a code red for stealing liquor? Um, Nathan R. Jester. All right. What was Danny's middle name? Ellison, Webster, he didn't have one, or Alster? Alster. Okay. 14. What was Kathy's dad's name? Lionel, Sir, Daniel, Robert. Uh, Robert. Okay. And the final one here, let's see here. I'm just doing something here, so bear with me here, folks. I'm just puttering around here and tinkering around here, so bear with me here. So we'll do this here just now. Hold on a second. Okay, and we got that out. And we'll do this last one. What was the final name of the judge who presided over the Boston Downey case? Two words were just used the last name in this case. Um, I can remember him, but I don't. Do you want to skip that one? What? You'll pass on this one? Okay. Okay, so let's tell you right now, you did 4 out of 15 here. So here are the answers. Uh, It was Sherby. You said, Henry, it was Sherby. Number two was incorrect. It was New York. It was the Boston Red Sox. Number three was Sally. Number four was 12 years, mind you. Division was the answer. Six was no. Seven was you-hoo. Eight was Professor Plum in the library with a stick. Number nine, you were correct. Number 10, you were right. Number 11, you were right. 12 was Curtis Bell. 13 was Alster. 14 was Lionel. And 15 was Julius Alexander Randolph. Ah. So you scored 4 out of 15 on that. So, mm. tough break, though. But good effort, though. Nevertheless, good effort. Um, yep, yep, yep. With that but, said, uh, I'm uh, going to get, get off go- here, and uh, and uh, I'll talk to you on the chat box tonight at Revolution. I'm hoping SmackDown... I'm hoping SmackDown might be invaded by Raw. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. We will definitely yep. see. And uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that, and we will talk to you uh, at I'll nine. be there on the chat box tonight. Yes, and we will talk to you at 9. So thank you very much. Yes, again. sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our own human suplex machine, John Gross, killing some time here tonight. We want to thank him for coming in on the line here tonight. Uh, definitely uh, very, very interesting to say the least. And speaking of movies, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out, however, a little bit early here tonight, however, about five minutes early, as we're going to play a couple of uh, movies uh like I said, however, soundtracks for you. The first of which, of course, is coming from John Barry's uh, Francis from 1982. And then we got another song for you, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, definitely you want to stay tuned for that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in the same time slot here next week. I do want to thank John Gross, the Zuma Suplex Machine. Ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, however. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here in just a little bit around 9 o'clock. Of course, John and I will have along with Gerard T. Smith, of course, your news headlines and updates, how are on SmackDown and anything else that comes in between. We'll also have birthdays and dates, and we'll also recap last night's Raw. We'll also have a little surprise for you that I'm not going to reveal right now, but ladies and gentlemen, you definitely want to check it out tonight. So, folks, be sure to stay with us here in just a little bit. We'll be back in the saddle here in just a little bit in more ways than one. So, for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman, Jared D. Joel, saying so long from ringside. We'll talk to you in a little bit, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening, ladies and gentlemen. And, again, we will be catching up with you same time, same place next week. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Now, here is a little music for you as we take you out for the evening.
And just for one measure, we'll play you another tune for you. So folks, uh, we hope you like this one.